Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC, join us. Call that number up. Hop on the phone. Talk about whatever you like. 860-522-9842. We're playing rants. Catching up on rants because uh, it's been such a busy week with phone calls. It's been a wild week. Exciting week. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen and radio station listeners. I'm calling the rant line because I'm going to have a rant about Bob Stefanowski. He's a crybaby. I don't know what the heck he's crying about. He didn't get the independent nod. Oh, well, I'm the governor, and I'm not a crybaby. I want some... (laughs) I was never a crybaby. My mama said I was her boy, but I was never a crybaby. And and besides, I want to be the governor. I want to be the governor. I want to be the governor. I got a jacket that says governor on it. And I want to be the governor. So we've erred on the side of transparency. <laughs> Life is getting a little more affordable. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Oh, man. It's a complicated life being governor. Hey, Todd, how hard were you and Anthony laugh if you had a caller say, you know, instead of college, uh, go to the local broadcast school and become a popular talk show host. Or be a producer for that popular talk show host. Well, the producer part would make us laugh, for sure. Actually, all of it would make us laugh, I think. Depends if there was a bailout. Some kind of bailout for life as a broadcaster. Because we are, it's it's a public service. Isn't it? Shouldn't we get some extra government? Shouldn't we be taken under the government's wing? Yeah, where's, where's my COVID hero pay? Hero pay, yes. I worked without a work. vaccine throughout the whole thing. You came to work. And boy, everyone knows you worked hard.
It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. How about this idea? An emailer says, what if they had a GPA requirement, minimum GPA, to qualify for the loan forgiveness? That would be nice, huh? What if they just did it for the A students? No, I wouldn't qualify. <laughs> you didn't have to tell us that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Evan's in Barkhamstead. Hello, Evan. Hey, Todd. So I am completely okay with the debt forgiveness. And also, it's more than debt forgiveness. It's also a reduction for most people in interest rates. And there's caps on that now for the first time ever. Um, on the very basic level, we have an entire generation with crippling debt from predatory sorry you're breaking up a little bit with predatory okay. evan you still there yep yeah okay go ahead. you left off with the word with predatory and then you got cut off oh sorry about that uh can you hear me still yeah go ahead you pick it up from predatory yeah so an entire generation that was subjected to predatory lending where uh they're seeing that paying the minimums that is required actually will have their loan balance increase over time uh, because we're working with interest rates that are much higher than mortgage rates, as an example. So you have a, a group of 18-year-olds who are sold, this entire generation sold on the thought that it is go to college or bust, pushed by their parents, pushed yes. by their schools, their guidance no counselors. And so, by the government. And the government. So they were forced to do this. And now we have, you know, they have loans of hundreds of thousands of dollars that they never would have qualified for if they had taken out, say, a mortgage loan for the same amount. Banks would have laughed them off the face of the planet. So it's only fair after being completely hosed over by the entire industry and government that they see some relief. And for the first time ever, it's actually most of it's going to the low and middle income class, which is fantastic. Well, that why do you say that with such confidence? It's a fact. I mean, you can look at the studies on it. More than 70% is going to the low middle and, and low middle income class. I mean, there's it's pretty obvious to see just by the income caps to start. Well, it's a, if you make two, a $250,000 household can get... Uh, that's can get married, relief. Yep. So, so, so there's a very high cap on the, the. Those are wealthy people. That's if you're married, and more than seventy percent is going to people who make less than seventy-seven thousand as a household. Yeah, um, my main problem with it is that it's uh, forcing everybody to basically bail out a horrible government program. So I look at it as as letting the government off the hook. The, the, so you're 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 extremely upset with the PPP loans and the EIDL loans. And yeah, the, all um, that stuff. I hate it. I well, want government I'm, I'm to happy. do what it's supposed to do. At least you're being consistent, and I always appreciate that about you, even though we don't really agree on much. The inconsistency I'm seeing from the right at the moment is just kind of outrageous. The fact that they have PPP loans forgiven for multiple millions of dollars, and we're going to be upset about ten grand a person. 
Well, you, they're talking about this could be as much as a trillion dollars. So this is the a humongous bailout of regular people who signed on the dotted line. And you're right about how they were set up by the Democrats and set up by the government and set up by everybody in the world who was saying you have to go to college. But that con, you know, ultimately it's buy or beware. And that and, and that con is what drove up the cost of college. So all the colleges have benefited. It's like everybody benefits. Well, except- you, you and I are on the same page with the colleges benefiting and me being upset, you know, the most about that. I, I wonder if we could find an agreement with somehow um, reducing the cost of college so that not only the super wealthy who can afford to send their kids through it so the kids don't have debt, so it's, it's not just them that gets to go become a doctor. But see, this is the the big unfixable. If we have government, government created a tragedy with the student loan program. The tragedy became so big, they have now come in to bail everybody out of the tragedy. And part of the requirement of them bailing out, by definition, is that government, which never should have gotten involved with education at all, with a higher education, should never have provided the loans, said they were being compassionate and now we see where compassion gets us they shouldn't be in the business but the natural outcome of all of these horrible things that government does is for them to step up and say only we can fix it now we're going to go after those colleges and start making rules for them well that's that's not how you solve problems that's how you make problems we just proved that with the student loans so so what do we do what do we do here is there a way to reduce the cost of college so that Anybody who goes for, let's see, I'll even bridge the gap with you, very specific degrees. As an example, my brother, who's a Ph.D. psychologist in New Mm -hmm. York City, helping the most underprivileged people at a not-for-profit hospital, has $350,000 of debt because that program's six years to get that Ph.D. How can we change it in the future so that he, who wants to do these life-saving things for his entire career, don't come out with 350 grand in debt? Well, that's got to be the decision of the individual, and they've got to be uh, facing normal market prices for the money and normal criteria. And then they, you would never get the loan for them. And so then how do colleges we get the down. How because do we get the market down by getting by getting the government out of it. Because then the colleges have to go looking for ways to get customers, and they have to do shorter programs and quicker ones, and ones that are formatted in such a way that you can work uh, substantial amounts of time while you're also doing your education. They would have innovated their way around this rather than jack up the prices so high. One of the big reasons the prices are so high is because it's a subsidized marketplace with no give back from the universities. The universities have no skin in the game. They just get all this money dumped in their laps. Right. So if we're not going to do free college, and again, to bridge it for very specific things, doctors, dentists, you know, let's go with like the the emergency response personnel, like all the things that take a long time to actually, you know, be good enough at to to have a career in. Mm -hmm. Can we make those free for now until we can relieve market pressure, or are we only going to have the super wealthy get those jobs? You just can never get uh, the government out. And so, so if you're asking me what I would favor, I'd favor getting the government out 100% because if they're there 1%, they're coming back to get us again, and someday yeah, there'll be another. Agree, but my question was really, though, how do you make it so that in the meantime, until these prices come down and you get the government out, how can you get people into these extremely important jobs? I think what you have, if you remove the government, then 
say it's your dental idea or whatever it is. The dental associations, dentists who have a ton of money would have to come together and finance um, finance scholarships, associations, nonprofits, let the private sector do what it wants to do, but the government only makes things worse. We see that right now. This is a trillion trillion dollar program created by the compassion crowd. So let's just say the compassion crowd can't ruin more things. Not not disagreeing that the government needs to get out. I just am very worried that in the meantime, you're going to have a drop-off in the most important jobs, and we won't fill those positions. I mean, you see the healthcare crisis we have now, even with the ability to take out loans and go into that series of debt, we're only going to be worse off if there's no immediate solution that you back off over time as you get the market pressure down. Well, my experience in medicine is that the majority of the young doctors now are from overseas, so maybe we could expand the, uh, you know, make it easier for more people to get in. You're going to have a, a hard time convincing anybody on the right to agree to that. Uh, I don't know if it's a trade-off on getting rid of uh, student loans. We might be able to do it. Thank you, Evan. Good to hear from you. 860-522-9842. Bob in New Britain. Hello, Bob. Hi. Um, I, I think the thing about this uh, pandering to uh, the Democratic base has nothing to do with seeking financial justice. Uh, everything to do with... Uh, simply uh, buying votes. Uh, there are... Agreed. Just, go ahead. I just said agreed. This is all vote buying. Direct direct dollars uh, in the pockets of big blocks of voters. They're much greater. Uh, the crash of 2008, uh, criminal actions caused people to lose their income, the equity in their homes. Uh, people were destroyed I lived down in Florida at the time, and I'm sorry. What are you What are you telling us about, Bob? Okay, after the crash of 08. Oh yes, yes, it was. I've I've got to hold you right there because your your uh, speakerphone is just terrible. It's it's tough to have a conversation. But thank you for the call. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Hi, Tom. Let's get back to the rants. Hi, Tom. You know, you know. And if that's the case, then the Democrats must be running scared. All right. Have a good one. Gladys, Later. That's, what, that's how your rant came Hi, in to me. Todd. You know, you know. <laughs> Something's missing. And then this one was right after it. Listen. Yeah. That was it for that one. I have a nephew. Went to college. Took a student loan. Did pretty good. Ceramic engineering. Everything was well. And then all of a sudden, he got injured. Then he got laid off. Then he was unemployed. He had assumed debt. He started his own little company doing stained glass. He did pretty good at it. Not rich. Not doing anything great. But he paid off his student loan. He worked hard to do it. Now, Biden's going to kick him in the teeth by forgiving student loans for these people. That's the most insane thing I ever heard. Yeah, I that. A lot of people uh, feel the same way about it, no doubt. Chris in Harwinton. Hi, Chris. Hey there. Um, I wanted to talk about incentivizing people to become doctors and to go into these high-paying careers. I think it would be relatively easy to offer after they finish their first four years to say that if you work 
uh, so many years, uh, do your residency, do your master's work, do your PhD work. Um, you are will be hired by the government in the jobs that the government supposedly this young man was talking about that we need done, and the government will pay down your loans. It's done in many different um, d- different instances. I've heard of this. We they do it for teachers, teachers right? for sure. Yeah, correct. We try to mm-hmm. encourage it. I, I don't think it. Um, it's as difficult as we make it out to be. It's I just difficult. Think up- I think we're at a moment where our our government is completely untrustworthy and is actually deliberately trying to destroy as much as they can destroy. And so, so they do. They they did these student loans. They created what they now articulate as being a huge disaster that has put a whole generation of Americans under immense pressure that justifies a trillion dollar bailout. And they don't they don't own any responsibility for it. There's no mention of, of this being the cause uh, of of their compassion program. I agree. Can I take take one um, take umbrage with the PPP though? Quickly. I mean, do you do you recall how the unemployment system in the state of Connecticut was just a total wasteland for weeks because everyone in the Connecticut Months. was laid off of work and they couldn't get onto that website. They couldn't mm-hmm. get paid. They couldn't get money. The lines yep. at the food share were all crazy long. And? PPP, in its essence, whether you agree with it or not, allowed businesses to. Part of the PPP was you had to bring your employees back. Yes, so but I don't believe. I, but we financed the government financed the silencing of Americans while they shut down our society, which they should not have done. They shouldn't have shut down yeah, the society. That I would agree with you wholeheartedly. However, you, the unemployment services in the state of Connecticut were breaking under the weight of what they had as it was. Now yes. you would add another however many thousands of employees that would have been collecting through that system, the state would have been broke. Now you and I could have a drink and discuss how that would have played out, but, you know. But, but see, Chris, we never get responsible government if there's always a bailout for everybody. And, I'm, and, the, and I'm, now I'm the bailout you. for everybody is just an epidemic. I got you. Free stuff. Weekend free stuff for all so you have to shut off the flow of money and say no we can't do that we can't finance that for you dave in branford hello dave can you put dave on he's not going on the air for me hey dave well, sounds like i'm here yes hey, Todd, a little bit of an egghead discussion uh with the conversion to electric cars mm-hmm. uh, i want to uh, uh go back to a book called the wealth of nations by adam smith and your wealth is not a check that Joe broke. That Joe broken cuts you. The wealth of nations is the productive capacity that we have to make things for tomorrow. And when we convert to all electric, all of our fabulous transportation infrastructure, which is the best in the world, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about natural gas pipes under every road. Well, at least where I live, everybody's got natural gas. Uh, the heating oil distribution networks. Uh, the way we explore and ship petroleum and pipelines, and we have jets and diesel trucks to deliver it all, we're just bulldozing it off a cliff. We're just totally wasting our advantage on the rest of the world. And this is a huge loss in American wealth and makes us, it sends us back to the starting line of every third world country, which has no infrastructure of any kind, no asphalt roads, no gas stations. And it's the little things. What do we do with the gas stations and all the tools that the mechanics got at the corner garage? 
well, we've made them obsolete. And this is not a, uh, a story about how we want to hold back progress, but progress has to occur naturally, which it does in a free market system. Yes. Witness the conversion from vacuum tubes to transistors. Well, it also it also makes sure that the decisions being made for where we go are wise ones, rather than leaving it up to bureaucrats. And, to and as an old guy looking forward, with all the arguments about where do we get the uh, the rare earth minerals and who do we pay allegiance to to get them, and it's it's a we're on a disastrous course. That's what it looks like to it me. Sounds like it to me as well. Thank you, Dave. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, it's WTIC. Although, Anthony, one thought on that is that um, in the in the restaurant business, you could always, like if you knew you were going to do 200 people, you could basically say, okay, 40 of them will be veal dishes, 35 will be sirloins. Uh, you, the formula is pretty accurate, so maybe it's the same with beer. We're just trying to figure out if his uh, evening is going to be satisfactory or not. And I think it is because he's staying home. It'll work perfectly. <laughs> All right, let's say good afternoon to Len Susio. And uh, we're going to talk with Len about, uh, what did we decide? Oh, the student loan well, thing. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the independent. No, no, no let's just talk student loans. Okay, great. Well, uh, I, I sent you an article, uh, the Ward School, which is where I went to business school, that did an analysis of the student loan forgiveness plan that the Biden administration has put forth 
and they estimate that it's going to cost upwards of $1 trillion by the time it's fully implemented. Uh, it's uh, an enormously expensive program. It's one that, by the way, uh, people who will be forgiven their debt could be families that make up to a quarter of a million dollars. Isn't that bizarre? Not like just for the poor, basically. Uh, so you're eligible for if your family has up to $250,000 of income uh, for forgiveness of the debt. Imagine giving... So, so that's just a doubling if you have, if you have yeah. uh, a married couple. But, but why would you double? You know, the cost of $10,000 isn't a linear thing when you're a household that's making $250,000 a year versus $125,000. $125,000 isn't a lot of money now, but a household living on two fifty, ten grand is nothing. That's right. That's right. And, and you think, okay, there's a lot of people that have huge student debt hanging over their heads that are having a hard time finding a job. Maybe for those people, you could have a little more empathy, but a family making a quarter of a million dollars a year, what happens to the the people who paid for their education on a pay-as-you-go basis working uh, their heads off, and they, they don't get any uh, money back for the They, in effect, are being rewarded for borrowing as opposed to those who people who paid on a cash basis. But so what I do you, Len, what do you think about the, the issue of simply that the government created a disaster by saying it was going to go help people? And now they're saying their disaster is so big, they don't mention that it's their disaster and that they created it, but they're mm-hmm. saying it's such a big burden, it's ruining the country. Like, Do you buy that at all, that it, this is damaging to the country? Because I have that sense that the amount of debt people are carrying interferes with the creation of businesses, the buying of homes, the having of babies, and making of families. And, and that's a tragedy for the country. It is. Oh, yeah. And there's no doubt about it. I know... In fact, my niece is visiting us right now. She's a nurse, and uh, she was asking me about the program. Actually, she was saying, gee, you know, I wonder uh, if I'm eligible and what, you know, how much forgiveness I would get. So I said to her, well, how much do you owe right now? And she said she owes about $66,000 in student debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now the program is limited for $10,000 in debt or, uh, or 20000 if you're a couple making up to the 250000 uh, But she's still got a large debt hanging over her head. Uh, and, you know, nurses make a good living these days, of course. It's a job that there's a lot of demand for. But there's a lot of people who uh, got degrees in some of the social sciences that are now waiting at tables and restaurants and having a hard time, uh, you know, making ends meet. And yeah, but that, even for incurred. somebody making a nurse's salary, which I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's a monumental amount. It's just it's just a decent salary, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and if uh, if there well, if, if for on sixty six grand, what are you paying for? Is that five hundred bucks a month? Um, she had got some suspension of the uh, of the monthly payments for a while. Anyways, uh, she was injured on the job, and I think right now she's getting uh, she's she's technically uh, out of a job at this point, I mean, even though she's got a nursing degree. Uh, but I, I have a, a daughter herself who's a nurse who works out in New Mexico in Santa Fe, and um, she volunteered for uh, these clinics that were handling the COVID-19 patients back when it was new, and mm-hmm. these clinics were getting over, the hospitals were getting overwhelmed uh, with people who had gotten contracted the illness. And she said, 
in her experience, she's, I said, what was it like to work in the COVID-19 ward, you know, where people are seriously ill? I mean, by the time they're admitted, she was in the ICU. It wasn't just in admissions or something like that. And as she said, uh, more than half the patients she was dealing with died during that. Mm-hmm. Here she was. Uh, she was like 31 years old at the time, when uh, a couple of years ago. And she was putting her life on the line to take care of the. I said, honey, uh, you know, like, uh, aren't you kind of playing with dice in this thing? She said, well, we do everything we can to be uh, protected, but I recognize the risk and I want to do what I can to help people out who are seriously ill. And, um, you know, does, so it, does I, she have I a student said, loan? Uh, she had a small one because I, <laughs> good old dad, I, I was okay. putting out the money in that case, but I, <laughs> I wish I could put it a claim for all the money I did pay. <laughs> so what is your feeling? I, I, I mean, to me, this is government, government did this to us. And mm-hmm. still we have a problem that needs solving. And I don't like that. I don't like letting everybody off the hook, especially government, especially the Democrats yeah. who, who win votes by saying they're compassionate and they want to help people. But they did this destruction. This is their destruction. I want I want them to stand up and be flogged for it in public. So they have so everybody can point and laugh at what morons they are to have done something so horrible to us. Well, and the interesting thing, Todd, is, uh, you know, this is only a drop in the bucket for the amount of student debt that does exist. You know, we're talking upwards of a trillion dollars. It's it's a, a monumental amount of money that some people have hundreds of thousands of dollars of student debt that uh, they're confronted with. And that is debilitating, I would say, uh, in terms of financial uh, ability for people to live a normal life. When you're when you're faced with that kind of. But debt, what do you think we should do? Mortgage. What do you think we should do? How do well, we cure I, you know, the damage that the Democrats have done to our society and our economy? Well, you know, one thing is they have made uh, during during the years they have worked out arrangements like lowering the interest rate, waiving interest, and that kind of a thing. But the truth is, you're you're talking about a legacy that's been built up over the last thirty or forty years. Yeah, and so undoing it or correcting it is is not easy. It's just like all the uh, abusive practices of the Malloy and now the Lamont administration, you know, the, the, the trains and the busway and all this and that, which they, they put billions of dollars. Yeah. But that's into. the point is they, they've, yeah. they are, they are such profligate spenders, spenders on, mm-hmm. on anything that strikes their interest and will cause them to win votes that they're, mm-hmm. that we're bankrupt and right. we can't pay off the debt we have as a state. We can't pay off the debt we have as a country. It's too big. So and all they want yeah. to do as a, in response to that is keep running up more debt. What are we supposed to do? Yeah. Well, you know, Machiavelli, who's one of the most brilliant political uh, commentators of all time, he wrote the book called The Prince. And he talks about the liberal politician gains votes by doing what the Democrats have been doing, that they gain it by spending other people's money. Uh, but he, he points out sooner or later, while, while that's happening, the public love the politician. But when he runs out of money, that's when they go and they they uh, with the pitchforks and they they hang him from the next the, the nearest uh, tree. Basically. Yeah, but that'll so, just be the last group of politicians. Whatever moment that right. happens. In the meantime, these people think it's great because they don't have to face the pitchfork. They right. get reelected and then they move on in a few years. But at yeah, some point, at some point, it is all going to collapse, isn't it? Oh, oh, t- Todd. If, if we didn't get bailed out with the billions of dollars of COVID money that we got, uh, the state of Connecticut would have been 
in in uh, a dire situation financially right now. It's it's just covered up now uh, by this illusion caused by the billions of dollars that the Biden administration gave the state. But that's that not real money next year. What's that? And that's not real money. I mean, we have to pay. No, that's for, not either. That's the federal level. We're paying with inflation and higher borrowing mm-hmm. costs. It's a huge expense to have gotten that freebie. Yes, if 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 that money hadn't come in, the state of Connecticut would be in a financial crisis right now. It will be in another eh, two years or so after the election, mm-hmm. uh, because states out of money and the state can't print money like the federal government can. So but it can. Later, it just pays people with uh, money that doesn't exist. It just makes promises. Well, right? They, I mean, the the rule of thumb has always been that a state can't print money and it can't it can't uh, carry obligations from one year to the next. But that's what it's done with uh, public sector workers. They found a way to bankrupt us with a uh, you know they booby trapped the economy. Yes, and they play accounting gimmicks. Uh, which I saw firsthand when I was up there. Uh, uh, one of the gimmicks they did, Todd, was they took the Medicaid money that we were getting and the billions of dollars of, that we were uh, that were being funded through Medicaid dollars, and they played games with the the hospital tax. They just worked out a game where they could basically tax the hospitals. Therefore, the hospitals were spending more money to keep operating, and then the uh, the state could claim more money from the federal government for reimbursement because if the state gave that money back to the hospitals. It was part of the Medicaid eligible money that they could mm-hmm. get refunded or paid for by the federal government. So the first year or two, that worked out beautifully. But then the state realized that it couldn't afford to give everything back to the hospitals. So they started they started reducing what they were giving back to the hospitals, which put the hospitals in a terrible pickle, uh, uh, you know, into the tune of a half a billion dollars a year, basically. Yep. So where the hospitals initially were getting a little extra money, they wound up being shortchanged a half a billion annually. Chris Powell did a nice column on it only oh, in the last week or so. That was a brilliant column where he, he talked yeah. about how it was essentially taxing taxing regular people for yeah. uh, f- for going to the doctor, I guess. But Yep, and and we we pay for it through our insurance rates, which you know, basically the hospitals have got to put cover up their costs somewhere so if they're not getting paid enough they got to charge they raise their patients and the insurance that's why your insurance is going through the roof right yeah we've got to get rid of government let's figure out a way to do it len suzio okay yeah i'm all for that todd i'll be thinking all weekend about this so i can answer the question next week that'd be great all right len (laughs) have a good weekend and you too todd it's always fun to talk with you have a good weekend to you and your listeners Thank you so much. That's Len Suzer, former state senator, guy who who likes digging into these numbers and figuring out the uh, insidious things that the government is doing. Someone posted Rand Paul's talk at Congress that included Davy Crockett and his vote and about spending other people's money. I cannot recite it to you now, but I think if you looked it up, I think there are very good cut-and-paste points in that talk. All he did was recite letters. I just think that's good. Davy Crockett, Other People's Money. Look that up, Antonio, okay? Hello, Sir John here, 22 of August. I will not ever, ever, ever vote for Senator Blumenthal. He is a disgrace to my military. He cannot do anything anything in Congress to make up for his, quote, 
misspeaks. All this free, free, free he's giving away is wrong. If Congress and the President Biden want to give away free, 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 it comes out of their own pocket. Well, that's the thing. There isn't enough money. Doesn't exist to pay the free that they're giving away. This is a trillion dollars they gave away this week. Todd, President Deadhead for deadbeats. How does that grab a bumper sticker? Thank you. Well, it's a little long. Could be a big one, though. Hey, Todd, this is Smitty out of Plainville. I haven't heard the news in a few days, but I just noticed a billboard on I-84. Go to community college for free. So now i got to pay taxes on that. So somebody I don't even know or related to or whatever, i got to pay their college now. It's equity. When's this going to apply to a four-year university? That's got to be coming. Hey, Todd. Everything's coming. Everything for free. We are the land of the free. The Democrats just misunderstood what free means. Hey, Todd, I was just curious that how we have uh, parents waiting for school buses with students, and their vehicles are registered with main plates. I wonder what that's all about. How can you have a child in school and have your vehicle registered in another state? This is Christmas in August. That's what it is. Hello, Todd. I just heard that the fentanyl use is up and people are dying. It's terrible. But you have people calling for safer places to go get high. Mm -hmm. More Narcan. Yes. Why don't they talk about securing our borders so less gets in the United States so it makes it more sparse and people can't find it to go get high? People are morons. They're just asking to go get high. By saying, we'll give you a place to go get high, so it's safe for you. No. Stop the inflow from the southern border. It's so nuts how they're collapsing our government. It's so nuts. 860-522-9842. Order up coming up next hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. O'Reilly 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.